Welcome to Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Ed Piscor. And I'm Tom Scholey. Going to be talking about Frank Frazetta, the, the living legend at this time. Yeah. Uh, he was, at least whenever this book came out. Uh, but first, got to let you guys know that we have a Patreon. And at that Patreon, if you will become a King Kayfaber, you are going to have access to all the videos before anybody else. And uh, the book that we're looking at today, I think it's kind of a rarity, man. Going to be hard to get, so the King Kayfaber is going to get first dibs. King Kayfabers also have access to our live stream recording sessions, so even before the video is produced, they're watching us talk about it, and they're going to eBay and Amazon and scooping up all the cheapest copies. But the videos are brought to you by the books that we make. Co-host Tom Scioli has I Am Stan forthcoming. Did you get the free comic book day comic? It's a fantastic comic. It's a fantastic chapter in the life of Stan Lee. And there is a much bigger book on the horizon coming out at the end of summertime uh, that we will also do a bigger video on when the time comes. Tom is also the artist behind uh, the creator of the Jack Kirby Epic Life of the King of Comics uh, biographical novel that uh, is getting a paperback treatment when the Stan Lee book comes out, man. So congrats on that, uh, Tom. Masterpiece comic. He's also the creator of Hope of a uh, fantastic four grand design artist behind godland created american barbarian transformers versus gi joe go bots all sorts of stuff jim rugg has street angel princess of poverty forthcoming it is the companion piece to street angel deadliest scroll alive trade paperback you get both of these you have all of jimmy's uh street angel comics from the past 20 plus years he is the creator of hulk grand design and the artist behind plain janes uh, two big collections coming up at the end of 2023 in time for the holidays. Hip Hop Family Tree Omnibus is going to be hitting uh, the stands and your bookshops, collecting all four volumes of Hip Hop Family Tree with an additional 140 pages of material, including lots of artwork that I produced just for this book. Uh, there are three volumes of X-Men Grand Design out there. Some of them are out of print, so we are collecting all three volumes of X-Men Grand Design into a trilogy trade paperback that will be available from Marvel Comics uh, in time for the holidays also. The current project that occupies my time is Red Room. There are two trade paperbacks of that out there, the Antisocial Network and Red Room Trigger Warnings, but we're starting off the next round of Red Room Comics, uh, started this May. Crypto Killers is the name. Every issue is completely self-contained, so if you see a Red Room comic, give it a shot. If you dig it, grab another issue. Issue two should be out in uh, June. There are uh, Jim Rugg variants. I have some variant covers, and uh, special guests always sh show up when uh, a new issue of Red Room comes out. And without further, further ado, let's take a look at this uh, handy-dandy little book, man. Frazetta, The Living Legend. Off the bat, man, don't you feel the Von Baudet in there a yes. little bit? Yes, yeah, I mean, you see, like, just the, all the people he influenced. So, yeah, uh, Von Baudet, um, the Max, Sam Keith. Sam Keith. You know. Sure, the Wrightsons. Yeah. The Mignola, you'll see Mignola in here. That's one of the things I always think about with Frank Frazetta. He's so important to comics. He's so central to comics. And he, he has done his share of comics, but, like, his comics work isn't the stuff you know it's it's it isn't the stuff that is his contribution it's kind of like he does all this like stuff that's just adjacent to comics that is the really influential work that, it's like, true you know, i mean he literally these guys yeah he literally did invisible comic work on lil abner for yeah. like almost a decade mm -hmm. or something uh here's a and and this book is comprises like a good sample of kind of all of it you know most mostly black and white artworks and stuff but we get to see what his comic book contribution was. 
this is one of those books that uh, that that his wife gave to me. Uh, it, it being very nice because I'm at the uh, I'm at his gallery space in East Stroudsburg, PA, and I'm getting too close to the paintings, <laughs> and my fucking nose is setting off the, the little proximity <laughs> The Mission Impossible laser beam. Exactly, yeah. man. And, and uh, she keeps having to run to the little keypad to fucking turn off the alarm. And she's like, oh, you really like Frank's work, blah, blah, blah. And she gave me these books. It's almost like, I don't want to tell you to fuck <laughs> off and, and, and get yeah. away from these things, man. I want to be nice. but So maybe if I give you this, you could study the fucking, these books and not stick your face up against the the, the paintings. Yes, yeah, I mean it's such a great story and it really makes it special and and like makes just this this object, this book itself, this like, you know, just really important thing, this connection, this physical connection to to Frank Frazetta and the family. When you see these images of him, dude, you realize he draws himself. Yeah. In these comics. Like these are damn near reference photos. Yeah, right. In that, a way, that, man. like that like lean physique with like these muscles that kind of like i mean it, it is what like robert e howard is describing in his because like conan wasn't this like giant powerhouse in those books he was kind of like that exact build uh this is a very proto kind of monograph so there's not so much information to go along with each of the images that we're seeing i have no idea where this thing shows up probably cancelable these days. I don't know that uh, any publisher is going to run out and publish it, but what do I know? Maybe there's a thousand copies, a thousand different reprints of Thunder. When you get into it, man, this looks like the thickets and things from Prince Valley. Yeah, and then these these uh, little cavemen here, like you've seen paintings of like something that's not too far off from that. Yeah, this this is cribbed from Hal Foster. Like okay. like that's a that's a famous swipe of Hal Foster. And you and there are, even in this one strip, there there are probably se several versions. Uh, it, it's these kind of black areas and things that the Mignola starts to yeah that that deep shadow come yeah. out a little bit yeah you do it does it does pop it is it is funny our understanding of Frazetta is kind of fused with our understanding of all the people who've you know copy copied it yeah when you see these super wonky things I imagine there's some kind of swipe that happened yeah. there yeah that, that I mean that looks like it like a Wally Wood figure it does. a little bit. It does, yeah. but like the Wally Wood figures that look like that are most definitely swipes. Right. <laughs> uh, and then they just kind of add their own style on top of it. And it kind of, you know, when they, when they preserve the same head size, you know, this is a typical anatomically correct man, but like superheroes and shit, you just shrink that head and they, yeah. now you have an 11 head tall, yeah. you know, hulking figure. Uh, no idea how old this strip is. It's not really called out, but you could you you could just tell that it's old. And when I start to see stuff like this, it does make me wonder if it's a Flegel strip, like mm -hmm. if that's a Roy Crankle kind of background, because it does feel divorced from this, does it not? Yeah. And the Flegels would be, you know, Al Williamson, Frazetta, Roy Crankle, Angelo Torres a little bit, a couple of other guys. Uh, they would all do comics together. You know, they 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 would uh, carouse and play baseball and go yep. to movies and would help each other out in a pinch to get strips done fast, uh, get your payday and then go live life. Yeah. How about those sketches, man? Just that kinetic energy. That, that was like the things that I've gotten from like some other Frazetta sketchbooks is like 
the the those sketches are where it's at. Yeah, that is yeah. All this little noodling, like you could see, like the generate the the Kaludas, yeah, the yeah, the, the, the Wrightsons. Yeah, I mean they even have the same signature. Yeah. A whole generation of fanzine artists that yeah. that don't have names beyond the fanzines, and it looks like he's using fucking Higgins ink, huh, man? That's some yeah, that's all washed out shit. Around, yeah. <laughs> I I wonder if because you know there's no information, but this looks like the aesthetics of his uh, famous funnies covers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering if uh, that's where these things would have appeared. Strip work, maybe this is Johnny Comet. Uh, we'll do bigger videos on some of that stuff. I know Jimmy's been collecting uh, and, and isolating a bunch of his Frazetta comic books. So so have I for a future video. Uh, I think that's his that's his wife, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and yeah, I love all the photos that come with it because you do you do get a sense of a life well lived. He's like not for for you know all his work. He's not like somebody who who just kind of was you know sequestered off off in a corner you know his whole life and yeah. watched time pass by. Totally. And... Yeah, yeah. The the guy had a had a beautiful family. Uh, had a very very rich rich life again more sketch work so great and that's got the mignola vibe right yeah yeah so much closer to mignola than like the finished pieces yeah and and just even mignola i feel like takes away from the like the compositions yeah of this kind of thing look at that man uh atmosphere uh -huh. with hatching with hatching yep pretty fucking yeah, hats cool, off man. to that you yeah that's that's a that's a teachable trick yeah that is kayfabe back muscles. Uh-huh. And he understands the principles of the musculature and just is it's about the form, you know? And he captures that so great. Very inspiring. Yeah, there's there's a sensual quality to all his stuff, you know, this understanding of like how one texture flows into the next. Absolutely, man. And then uh when you see these smeary kind of hatches man uh gary gianni comes yeah. to mind and he really like it's amazing this graphic language that he's creating in black ink but then i, I think he does learn that his time is better spent in a in a different medium like in 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 paints you know where where it's not so much of an uphill climb to get those textures and, and atmospheric effects it may be inside this book uh it may actually be in a wizard magazine uh where he talks about how unforgiving ink is yeah and how you could just have more happy accidents while you're uh painting and his kind of canvas of choice is just like a piece of masonite it wasn't okay. even about canvas yeah so that's why you never see that kind of canvas texture such interesting marks dude with like a dry brush probably three or four different kinds of brushes to get these different marks and this is him doing like a walt kelly kind of thing just no pencil you, you know there's no pencil there right yeah yeah he's just like finding the forms with the ink Lo i love all that like princess headgear and the space princess headgear which still feels contemporary yeah like you would see that in like a like a nes game or or uh you know you see enough of this dinosaur stuff with the, with these textures. William Stout starts to come to mind. Looks like there's even some pencil. You know, they made photo stats of this to to get it to turn into line. And you can see how an aspiring artist would fall in love with this stuff, like a lot of these textures. You know, and and, and maybe go overboard. Absolutely, it. like and and that shows his professionalism because it would be very easy to get lost in it, but he maintains perfect clarity. It's like. Um... Alex Nino. Yeah. You know, great directional devices everywhere. Pointing to your focal point. Great yeah. framing. You know, another hallmark of uh, Frazetta language. 
activating the glutes. The binding on this thing, the second I opened it. Right, just, yeah. That's probably why she's giving away, like, like uh, yeah, these are the dud copies. Well, you know, I, I mean, like, it was an incredibly generous gesture, really great. Uh, but, like, yeah, when you have, like, a box of, you know, even if it's something that, like, at this point might might be a pretty valuable item, it's like, you know, you got boxes of them in your garage, and it's like, it, you know, it would be so nice to unload some of these. Right. Look at this beautiful couple, man. Yeah. And the whole family, and, you know, like, very famously, he's the dude that that would take a little less pay in order to keep his works, and, like, we legit know people who have spent millions of dollars on Frazetta yeah. originals. You know, he he held on to all of them pretty much in his lifetime. Like, when I went to the East Stroudsburg PA, to the gallery, I saw everything I wanted there. to see. Yeah, yeah, it was all there. That's And, you know, it's the kids are you know, divvying the stuff up and getting paydays and shit. But he, he held on to that and built a great life for himself. Uh, by by holding on to the copyrights, he was able to license the stuff, and that's how like all the little potheads in the '70s had their uh -huh. posters and shit. You know, he made a couple of you know a dime or a quarter on any of that shit. Yeah, the uh, Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings stuff, Gollum. <laughs> so helpful to have some aesthetics to go along with that stuff that you were reading all those years. Sure, huh? yeah. Yeah, you know, I, like I'm, I'm just realizing this. Like, I never had my Frazetta phase. Like, like I kind of wish I would have gone through a phase as a kid or whatever, where I'm trying. I just, it just never. Like, it's, it's so great. Yeah, we got some more Lord of the. This is like a famous scene in, in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, he kind of codified the language of like, the orc aesthetic and the goblin yeah. aesthetic. And, yeah, the teeth and everything. You know. Yeah, the shapes and stuff. He, really internalized the. Tolkien, yeah, verbiage. yeah. Again, it's it's it created like the whole sword and sorcery, the real aesthetics of sword and sorcery. You know, I think on one episode with uh, Warren Bernard, he an early episode with Warren Bernard showing off the pulps, he showed us the first kind of visualization of Conan. Yeah, and it was like Clark Gable with his mustache cut right. off, uh -huh. <laughs> pretty skinny. Yeah, it, I mean, you see like the Wally Wood Conan cover, and it's not. It's not like Conan as we know him. It's like, um, it, it's Kirk Douglas as Spartacus. Right. You know. Yeah. There's there's Frazetta as uh, I know, John right? Carter. You, you see him in there. And every time I see it, when he's late, I just think he, he put his wife to work for a sure, minute yeah. and had her stand there because that's just it's it's too luxurious. You can't kayfabe that. Yeah, I mean, there's... How about the dong shrimp, yeah. man? Like, that lady's about to have a party. <laughs> That's what this was. She's about to have a party. Oh, man, she's gonna have a party with that nose. And I feel like we've seen that comic strip a million times. Like, you know, when he climaxes a sneeze. Yeah, you know, that, I mean, that's... Um, that's uh, uh, Frank Miller... Yellow Sin City. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> it's so funny what these guys draw from. You know? Right. They're all such, like, n nerds. You know? Yes, they are, man. I know, I know for a fact that uh, Frank Miller's the like the biggest kind of Star Trek guy. Uh huh. Yeah, he he drew his share of Star Trek covers in the beginning. Is that true? Yeah, some some like during the movie, the first movie era, he was drawing the the like Marvel Comics covers. Interesting lighting exercises he's doing for himself, yeah. man, because that looks very accurate. Like he yeah. he he kayfabes his story plenty and is like 
Sure. Yeah. I never look at reference, yada, 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 yeah. but something like that. That's, that's very well observed. Well, he, yeah, he also does a lot of that kind of like magical of like that he's some kind of superhuman that he can like turn invisible. And stuff. I hit a baseball <laughs> so far it disappeared and we never retrieved it. Yeah. You know, go watch a painting with fire. I believe uh-huh. it's called man. Yes. Yeah, like, I, I think of like uncle Rico from, uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Uh, it's like that, that, you know, I, I threw a football over that mountain. This piece always disturbed me because it really does just look like amputee porn. <laughs> Interesting. Doesn't it? it? No, I see what it you're bugs saying. Me. Yeah. It always bugged me. I would have seen that in like a wizard magazine or something. There he is living his best life. Yep. Handsome motherfucker, man. Mm-hmm. Like when you see a dude like this and he's as good at art as he is. Right. It makes you question a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Because like some there's got to be something to that kayfabe because this is a guy who's living his life man. yeah yeah he's managing to fit in this whole like very uh, rigorous uh skill set like, yeah uh career and stuff and then he's also yeah he's uh you know like an athlete or whatever totally that there's clint eastwood you know again like he could be his stand-in totally you know totally man there it is, a little reference. Ain't yeah. shying away from that a and, little and bit. And then, uh, you know, this guy steps, uh, Stallone steps right out of a, a paint, <laughs> a, a, a Frazetta painting. You know? Dude, with that fucking Conan painting in the back, huh? Yeah. George Lucas at the uh, Frazetta estate. That that nice. says a lot. Yeah. That says a lot. Yeah, man. If you make a Star Wars movie that looks like a Frazetta painting, you got, they haven't done it yet, but you got something there. It, it ain't, uh, Master of the Universe? Yeah, right. Yeah, that's close. Yeah. <laughs> Doing stationary for Bo Derek. And look at that. What is K-Swiss? Is that K-Swiss? Mm-hmm. There's four, there's yeah. four K-Swiss? Super fun, man. Yeah, really great. There it is. A little better uh, close-up of that uh, famous Conan painting. Yeah, we've seen it in color. And what's interesting about this stuff, Ralph Bakshi talks about it in that Painting with Fire documentary where uh, he says that like when you go to the museum and, and you look at the actual artwork, it isn't how you remember it, and it's not like mandala effect. He still fucks with his paintings. Yes, uh, yeah, a uh, uh, paint and, and Lucas talks about that too. Uh, it, like when you have a painting and it's still in your, it's it's not finished until someone takes it out of the hands of the artist. So he's got he can and and those that medium that oil based medium still is still working you can yeah. you can you can act, reactivate it you right know? yeah and he and he did yeah. and and i think i i bring it up because i think even specifically it, it is this painting and i think this arm you know i do have the old paperbacks let, let me just uh let me pull something out uh, yeah that's great and, and see if we can do a quick comparison there bear, we go bear with me yeah, I, I'm it's seeing way differences. Different. Yeah, seeing differences already, and it's the it's same the painting. face. Yeah, yeah, the face is totally different. He's refucked with that. Yeah, man, just that idea contrast. of like an oil painting as like a living thing. You know? Absolutely. Wow, that's cool, man. Never thought that could pair. Yeah. Super rad. Yeah, you're seeing like his his shoulders arch, his head's coming down a little more. It yeah. is. Yeah, the face has way more fidelity, in uh sort of this later version and it says 74 but i'm sure this is like before 74 yeah 66 i'll answer oh yeah there it is Boom. yeah yeah so like it's but it's the same it's all the sh- yeah. stuff is there you just put the bow on it mm-hmm. said he was done in 74 yeah. so yeah. like almost 10 years later super interesting there it is man the man yeah frank rosetta 
living legend rest in peace let's get out of here okay favorites okay. like follow subscribe to the youtube channel hit the bell so that we can notify you when new vids are available vids are brought to you by the books that we make tom has i am stan bio comic about the life of stan lee coming out at the end of summer it's going to come out hardcover soft cover and jack kirby the epic life of the king of comics uh biographical comic that tom put together it's going to get a paperback edition at the same time and so if you slept on it the first time go get that paperback joint uh tom you are the creator of fantastic four grand design american barbarian what are some of the other comics uh, godland uh gobots transformers versus gi joe satan soldier yes sir man we did a video on that yeah hip-hop family tree omnibus forthcoming in 2023 just in time for the holidays doing two big collections uh this is going to comprise of the four volumes of hip-hop family tree 140 pages of additional materials and uh there is going to be a collection of the x-men grand design trilogy some of those volumes have been out of print so we're ganging all those up together to collect them and uh put them out into the universe red room is my current focus uh, at the moment and Issue one of Crypto Killers is out in the wild. This is the cover to issue two. It's going to come out in June. Murder on the Dark Web for Fun and Profit is the name of the game in Red Room. Uh, two trade paperbacks of Red Room are out there in the wild as we speak. Uh, the Antisocial Network and Red Room Trigger Warnings. Jim Rugg has Street Angel Princess of Poverty forthcoming. It is a companion piece to Street Angel Deadliest Girl Alive. Uh, you have both volumes of uh, Street Angel Comics. You're going to have all 25 years worth of Street Angel comics that have been uh, created. Jimmy is the creator of uh, Hulk Grant Design and the artist behind Playing Jeans. We have comics that we need to go draw. So Tommy, give them those marching orders so that we can be on our way. Make more comics.